Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to the show. Keeping an eye on the NBA playoffs. Game 5, Warriors, Rockets, Warriors 10-point lead. Again, Clay just going berserk. And you knew he was going to go berserk after all of the discussion and the reports that he was unhappy and the reports that the Warriors don't want him back and how terrible he's played and all Clay does. Again, Drew's underrated here, no doubt about it. Probably the most underrated player in the league. Somehow, some way, I still believe Clay Thompson is near the top of that underrated list in the NBA. 17 points, 7 of 9 from the floor, 3 of 4 from 3 going off and he's helped the Warriors to that 10 point lead with 801 to play in the second quarter. Carter Bryant hosted the Carter Bryant show on 1071 FM 1400 AM in South Arkansas and also now a contributor to Chat Sports stand up comic and he's on Twitter. Got to give him a follow there at Carter the Power. Coming on into the program for his weekly spot. Carter what's going on dude? How are you man? Seth enjoying a night of NBA and Looking room for upcoming stand-up dates, man. It's fun, man. I, I love going to New York, and I just posted a tweet about this. I was looking for rooms that are cheap. <laughs> I know Joe, New York, New York City, get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, get it. Oh, my goodness. And uh, it's great whenever you, you hear a review that says, bitten by bug, needed hospital attention. <laughs> but, the, but the room was under $100 a night. So I took it. I take my chance, man. I might turn into Peter Parker. You never know. So uh, that that's what I'm going with, man. Yeah, I, I just hope I don't get bit too bad. Yeah, uh, well, good luck. My thoughts will be with you there. That It does not sound fun. I've never had to deal with bed bugs in any place that I've lived. Um, I do not envy that. Maybe that's why I'm staying away from the Northeast. So you're a contributor to Chat Sports now. I retweeted this at uh, Seth Dunlap, and you've talked about the Saints. But before we get to what you said there, can I just point out that you have an all-time Tiger shirt on? I mean, I don't know what this thing is other than it looked like you should have been at the Met Gala uh, this last week or something, man. Every Friday night, Seth, I wear that shirt on stage. My, uh, my preschool best friend, her name was Emily. Uh, she told me to wear that shirt every Friday night, and I just wanted to wear it today, man. I had the Tiger's blood in me, and actually, no, I, I figured out why I wore it. It was for Thomas Morstad, who earlier this week, uh, I don't know if the event actually happened, but I, uh, I read that uh, on actually on Facebook that he was handing out free snow cones. I did. I had a couple of uh, friends so, get them. Yeah, he was. That happened. Yeah, yeah. So my favorite flavor of snow cone. Is tiger's blood. Have you ever had tiger's blood? Or, or I've seen this at multiple snow cone locations. It's like this strawberry coconut mix or something like that. It's delicious. So that's why I wore it for a stupid Thomas Morstead pun in the video. Because I love Thomas Morstead. I find him so fascinating. Here's a punter that does so much for philanthropy. I think over $2 million he's donated to, to charities. And on top of that, this is a punter that bench presses 150-pound dumbbells. <laughs> Seriously, that's a lot of weight. That is really, really, really hard to do. So 
Thomas Moore said it's always been one of my favorite saints, and I wore that shirt for him because he's awesome. Indeed. Um, yeah, Thomas Moore says an all-time dude. Uh, great shirt. You can check it out at Carter the Power on Twitter. You'll see what I'm talking about. And also view his video on Chat Sports and also YouTube. Let's get into some of the things you talked about there. I thought it was interesting that – Des Bryant, and I think you're right here, not necessarily a done deal that he won't be back with the Saints yet. Yeah, I think he could still play at this level. Listen, remember the Saints are a very throw the ball in a certain spot and let the physical receiver make a play on it. And during Des Bryant's prime, he was the best in the NFL at doing just that. We all know the Green Bay catch that wasn't a catch. That was still one heck of a play that he made. And you could just go back and look at the best Des Bryant highlights. What he was best at was making those tough catches. That all That's also Michael Thomas's best attribute. And in the Saints offense, uh, if you want to be one of those red zone targets, Drew Brees specializes in throwing those kind of passes. So, yeah, I think Des Bryant can still play at this level. Obviously, we don't really know how he is after the Achilles injury, but if you put him in a good offense, any receiver can look good with a great quarterback. And I think Dez could fit in with what New Orleans is doing. Yeah, I'm with you there. And you also discussed Sean Payton's future with the Saints, and that's an open question after Drew retires. I think most people here just kind of believe he will stick around because Taysom and, and Teddy and everybody, but it's no sure thing, right? It's never a sure thing in the NFL. Um, he's been there 13 years. He's 55 years old. So that means that there's still mobility there. And that means he's still in the prime of his coaching career. So I think he loves his job in New Orleans. Don't get me wrong. Once Drew's gone, you never really know what anybody's going to do. But right now, I think Saints fans have nothing to worry about. Um, plus, look, the Saints are still in contention for the Super Bowl. And something else I talked about in the video are all these people handing out bad draft grades to the New Orleans Saints and complaining about their future. Well, no team in the NFL has done better at drafting than the Saints in recent years. Obviously, we'll need to see what happens with this Marcus Davenport pick, but they've drafted so well, and who's to say that they didn't hit on every single pick in this last draft? So uh, I I think the Saints are just fine, and I think Sean Payton uh, will, will be here for at least the next three to four seasons. It's Carter Bryant on the show. We do this every week at Carter the Power on Twitter. Stand-up comic, uh, contributor for Chat Sports, just talking about his video at Chat Sports on Twitter. And, of course, a, a radio host in South Arkansas at 107.1 FM and 1400 AM. Let's talk a little NBA playoffs. And, and you heard my little opening of the segment on Clay Thompson. you agree with me on Clay still being undervalued? A little. It, it's tough because he played in the super system that is Golden State. And it's really tough to to know how great he actually is. Before everything started, you can kind of see that he was destined for greatness and that the way the NBA was shifting towards more of a three-point league that he would fit in. Then Steph Curry kind of blew up, and then they became the Splash Brothers. So, yeah, he's somewhat undervalued because he is such a great shooter. But I think most people view him as a top two or three shooting guard, which – I think that's about where he is right now in the NBA. So a little undervalued, probably so, knowing that Durant and Curry are probably already two of the 25 or 30 greatest players that ever play the game. Um, but I think he's about right. I think he gets a, a fair amount of respect. 
It is uh, tonight, 17 points for Clay. Sorry, I got caught looking at the, the TV screen over here as the Rockets have closed that gap. Uh, was down to three points, and the Warriors went on a little run. Seven straight points for the Warriors, so back up uh, to 10 points. You know, I am curious, Carl. I don't know if we've talked about this specifically with the Rockets and Warriors series, but one of the reasons I'm so anti-Rockets in this series is my love of the game of basketball. And yes, I'm a purist, and yes, I understand that it, there's not many people like me in that camp, but... I don't like the game played the way the Rockets play it, bro. I don't like iso ball. I don't like team flop, which is what they've devolved into. And it's I understand the hate for the Warriors or that dynasty, but, man, I am all in on the Warriors winning this series for that reason, bro. Well, here's the thing. If the Warriors win this series, they're likely going to win the title. Uh, obviously, the Bucks shoot the three really well. They just don't have the talent to beat Golden State in a seven-game series. And I do think Milwaukee is coming out of the East, and I think they're beating whoever comes out of that Sixers-Raptors series. Uh, Think about this. We love the NBA Finals. That's going to be the only basketball on the TV. Guess what? The Warriors are going to run through anybody, and I mean it, anybody left in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. The Rockets will not do that. And at the very least, the games will be close. So, yes, the basketball is ugly, but you trade that off for the games at the very least being competitive. And I'll take that. Yeah, the Rockets play an ugly band of basketball. Yeah, they manipulate the rules. We know all about that. But this is key. I think we are tired of seeing Golden State blowouts. And I think Golden State would run through in five games the next two teams that they have left to play. And I'm just tired of seeing them. I I just want someone else. I, I want someone else. And the one thing a Golden State defeat would do in this series, I think it for sure solidifies a breakup of that team. And I think that would be great for the NBA. Yeah, I think it's, it might be coming no matter what happens here. Uh, did you see Max right. Kellerman's terrible takes this week saying uh, Kawhi is already a better player than Kobe uh, ever was and will go down that way? And then also saying Larry Fitzgerald is not a Hall of Famer. Did you see those takes uh, by Kellerman? Okay, so – Okay, so Larry Fitzgerald, Hall of Famer take, it's just a really bad take. I mean, he's been great in the playoffs. He's been great in the regular season. 11-time Pro Bowler, consummate pro. Um, I think he is as surefire first ballot. I mean, his dad's a media member, for goodness sake. So, of course, <laughs> media members are going to vote for him and to, uh, as a first ballot Hall of Famer. That was a bad, really, really, really bad take. Now, this other take, Kawhi Leonard – being better than Kobe Bryant. I watched the tape, and I didn't watch all of it. I watched the 15-second clip that was out there from uh, that was released. I actually kind of see where Max Kellerman is going with this. He's not saying that Kawhi Leonard's a better all-time player than Kobe Bryant. He's not saying that he's an all-time better buzzer-beater creator than Kobe Bryant or a better killer instinct or anything like that. Right now, Kawhi Leonard's playing at a ridiculous level. You know, think about this. He's getting no help from Kyle Lowry. He has been nowhere to be found, Seth. Nowhere to be found. Yet Kawhi is still shooting over 62% from the floor. Kobe Bryant, 
never really close to that number. Lots of jacked up shots. Uh, hold that thought. Uh, Sixties, of- hold that. Hold that thought, Carter. We're up against this heartbreak. All right, transition from that, Carter. Uh, no, Carter was telling us why he thinks, uh, and you know what? He makes some good points here. Why Max Kellerman's take on Kawhi being better than Kobe is is right, Carter. You you agreeing with Max on that? Yeah, I, I actually. The more I think about it, the more I actually do agree with him on this. I, I want I want people to understand what Kobe Bryant did at the end of his career. He made thirty million dollars twice, like, and completely ripped apart the team. He also talked bad about his teammates while he was on the bench doing nothing. And obviously, he won five titles. Yes, that's all a part of his legacy. Yes, he's an all-time better player than Kawhi Leonard. I'm not making that case at all. But remember this, Kawhi Leonard, 62% from the floor this series. Over 60% from a perimeter player who's not getting help from his fellow all-star is absolutely ridiculous, especially considering he's playing a Philadelphia 76ers that have more talent than them, a team that's more talented. And also... Kobe Bryant was a good defender. When I say he was an all-time great defender, no, he was more of a help side defender. He had Shaq at the Agreed. post yep. during his prime, and uh, he had other players like like Rick Fox, who was one heck of a perimeter defender, and and um, uh, Derek Fisher, who was a great defender as well. Kobe was nowhere near the elite defender that Kawhi Leonard is. In fact, no one in the NBA comes close to perimeter defending outside of Kawhi Leonard, maybe Patrick Beverly, but not to the same level athletically that Kawhi brings it on that end of the floor. So, killer instinct, titles, game-winning shots, one-two, mob mentality. Yes, all of that plays in a factor. And yes, Kobe's probably a better all-time player. I think Max was just more saying right now Kawhi Leonard's playing at a level that we've honestly – rarely seen before and that right there in and of itself is right you buy in yeah well maybe you're not buying i think with what you said at the opening that milwaukee could maybe challenge whoever comes out of the west no they can't they just don't have enough i mean you you're, you're trusting chris middleton who i think actually is a really good player to keep up with clay to keep up with durant they play the exact same position and play the exact same role Mm-hmm. That's just not really a good matchup for someone like that. And I think Chris Middleton is tremendous as a player. And obviously the Bucks have other great pieces, and the Greek freak would be the best athlete on the floor. I just don't think that they would have enough to keep up with Golden State. And, you know, Milwaukee's had an amazing season. I think they'll get to the finals. And I think they could beat anyone that's not Golden State in the finals. But as of right now, if they were to match up against Golden State, that would be a five-game series. Uh, why we've been talking a 17 nothing run, Carter, since you've right. been on by Golden State. So a 20-point lead uh, for the Warriors. Uh, one last thing here. Have you been relishing, like every other Pelicans fan, the meltdown in L.A.? Now they can't even lure a Ty Lu there to the coach? That's the latest yeah. thing. He's walked away from those negotiations. What a What a dumpster fire over there. Yeah, Kurt Rambis getting involved more and more is never really a good thing. And it's just a mess. That's all there is to it. I mean, and I don't really know if Ty Lue ever really wanted this job. And I think he has enough money in the bank to not have to go through the stress and the public humiliation that comes along with this job. So, yeah, none of this is surprising up to this point. And 
I am perfectly uh, fine with that. I would like to add, though, how about Liverpool? Okay, that's oh, yeah. No, I, absolutely. That was, that was the greatest comeback ever. And yeah. I saw time and had a crazy comeback today. But I wanted to just squeeze that in. Liverpool, down 3-0, missing our two best players against the greatest player to ever play the game. And we won it, baby. We won it. Is that your club? That, that is your club, huh? That's your club? That's that's my club, man. The Stevie G fans out there, the Kenny Daglish fans. <laughs> oh, yes. And, yes, I'm a sports nerd that wears Tiger shirts and collects Marvel figurines. That's just me, but that's okay. Oh, I, I love it. Uh, by the way, I'm sorry about your uh, your bro on The Voice. Sounds like it, it didn't come through for you. And you're all out. Oh. Carter Carter's all out on The Voice now. Don't bring up L. Can, 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 can I just ask one thing? Yeah. All my people out there, go follow LB Crew. This man has just done it all. And it's weird. Uh, I posted a photo on Instagram. They can find it of me in my high school uniform next to LB Crew. We were teammates, bandmates. The dude can sing, and he was amazing. And he shouldn't have been voted off. I, I, think, I, I think everyone on the show agreed with that, but. It's a popularity contest, and country music rules all, and it's all country artists in, in the finals. So shout-out to LB Crew. Love that dude. All right, dude. We'll talk to you next week, Carter. All day, every day. All right, Carter Bryant. At Carter the Power, find him there. Contributor for Chat Sports Now. Uh, we retweeted his um, video on the Saints, breaking down Des Bryant, Sean Payton, and also a stand-up comic. And if you're in South Arkansas, you can catch him on 107.1 FM and 1400 AM every single day. The Rockets had a little 6-0 run after that 17 nothing Warriors run, but 20 points for Kevin Durant, who's gone off here in the second quarter. He's 7-14 from the floor. It's interesting how quickly all of the Kevin Durant haters have been silenced by what KD's doing in these playoffs. Now, I have been somebody who, since before he came to the Warriors, saying that he's the most unstoppable force that I've ever seen uh, on an offensive force. Let me put it that way. Most unstoppable offensive force in league history. Yeah, it's even more than James Harden. Uh, modern league history. Now, I didn't see Wilt Chamberlain play. That was before the three-point line. That was in a different era of basketball. And frankly, anything pre-three-point line, I just don't think you can fairly compare it to anything now. But I just don't know that we've ever seen a player, or frankly, I don't know if we will for a while see another player with the skill set that Kevin Durant has. Inside, outside, ball handling skills, ability to hit the three, off the drive, back to the bucket. I mean, he's indefensible when he wants to be. Just absolutely indefensible. And I love Steph. I I absolutely adore his game. He has changed the NBA. But this has now been Kevin Durant's team for the last couple of years, and they wouldn't have won these titles without him. I, I, I firmly believe that. Maybe they would have won. Uh, let me take that back. That's, that's a little bit of a hot take. They would not have breezed their way to these last couple of championships without Kevin Durant. And might have not, probably wouldn't have gotten out of that Rockets Western Conference Final Series last year. Halftime now, 57-43. See if we have any... Um, highlights from that first half. Logan, if you can check uh, Westwood One for that, we'll play him coming back. Plus, we got Sports Libs and our Blue Runner Gumbo opinion poll tonight. Do you think LSU baseball is going to host a regional? Simple yes or no there. 12 1 defeat yesterday, one day off today for the Tigers, and then they get Arkansas. Big three game series against the number four Hogs on the road that starts tomorrow. I'm Seth Dunlap, the last lap continuing on WWL. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.